This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. DJ here, yo, in the building with us right now, man. This is a special guest. Please, go ahead. Go ahead. What you gonna say? All right, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Now you you already fucked it up by saying, can I do the intro? So let's do the intro. You do it. You do it. I'm I'm passing it to you now. I want to do the second part of the intro. Go. You do. There is no second part of the intro. It is. Just introduce the motherfucker. Reggie Osei is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. AKA Combat Jack. Internets. What's up? What's up? Ninety two point three. What's up, y'all? L A. What's up, King? Man, I'm loving it, man. What's up, what's up, what's up, beloved? What's up, beloved? Love, man. Yeah, so you out here in L.A., obviously, yes, man. Shouts out to uh, the Combat Jack Show Live. You guys did Thank Mike you. Will made it. We were talking off air a little bit about yes, that, man, that experience with him. And, and just really talking about, I didn't realize he had seven years of of just material and work that he was doing. His first record was out in uh, 2011, man. And which scene? Tupac sing- back. <laughs> Tupac Bobby back was with, with, with uh, MMG. But, but what's crazy is 2011 doesn't even seem like six, seven years ago. Nope. It really feels like two. Yeah. That's 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 a trip, man. Hey, quick shout out to Mike Will because he came in there. I mean, he was just, he was like, he walked in like you like we all owed him $20. What you mean? Like, <laughs> he he, like, he, he walked, floated in, right? Yeah, he just floated in. And he was just hella cool. He just sat hey, down. And I was telling, I was telling uh, Combat, um, you know, starting the podcast off like when we first started going or whatever, you could tell Mike Will was a little, he's a little kinda, reserved. Uh-huh. And then as as he just kept talking, he kept talking, kept talking, and then you could tell he just then go, at yeah. this point Mike Will talking more than combat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was actually, you know man, and and I appreciate that, man. I I, I was nervous at first, yeah, because 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 Mike Will definitely seems like somebody that in in the public is not that much, that talkative. Yeah, nah, yeah, he's not. You know what? I see. I've seen Mike Will. I'll say a handful of times, and every time I see him, he's not talking at yeah, all. Yeah. He's just standing there, and and Sway Lee and, and Sway Lee and Jimmy, Jimmy, Sway Lee and Jimmy are both. They doing all the talking. They yeah. talking to girls. They talking to more girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? They like can. they doing their thing. And Mike Wills is always standing there. But shout out to him for coming through there. Man, shout and, out to him for talking and sharing his history yeah, with us, man. Yeah, and then shout out to you because thank you, man. 
you know, first of all, I told you, well, you know this. Uh, I'm a fan. Thank you, man. You know? As I as I am of you guys. So I'm a fan first. I, I, I am a big fan of the Combat Jack show, uh, Loudspeakers Network. Thank you. And um, except A. King. You don't hey, know, hey, King he's got, all right, yeah, though. Nah, nah, oh, we man. need to figure that something else out for him. I mean, you know, you got to give A. King some love. Because nah, if it man, wasn't just, for him, I wouldn't be sitting in this booth right now. That was the early days of PNC. Hey, that's right? my boy, Sir. man. Shout out to A. King. A. King made all of this happen. How, how did you guys actually link up? Um, Twitter. Twi- really? I mean, Twitter. I was blogging at the time, yeah. and I was running with some other bloggers, this one in particular by the name of Dallas Penn. Mm-hmm. Uh, out. And yeah. uh, A. King approached Dallas Penn to do an online radio show uh, at PNC Radio. Um, Dallas Penn brought me in. And when, when it was time for us to start the show, Dallas Penn was like, nah, I'm not calling the the, the Dallas Penn and Combat Jack show. It's a Combat Jack show. Right. So he really? pushed me up front, and then I kept running, and I haven't stopped yet. So, no, and that's amazing, man. I mean, how, why why take that front seat at that time? Was it something that you knew, like, okay, I, I can kind of take the lead role in this, or did it? Did you walk into it? Did you guys kind of start it off with, okay, co-host situation, we're going to both kind of take the lead role in this, or why, why, why did you want to take that role at that point? You know, it was real calculative, man. They, they, they had offered me the position, mm-hmm. or the, 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 the slot, about a year before I accepted it. Really? And I didn't want to accept it. It took a year to decide, and over the year, I was like, you know, my name's kind of bubbling on the internet. Uh-huh. You know, with, with, with my blog, right. with the Daily Mathematics, I was doing stuff, stuff with XXL, Complex, The Source. So after thinking about it for a year, I was like, you know what, let me try this. Yeah. Because a lot of cats that I felt uh, could have had a shot on online radio. Mm-hmm. They never took that shot, and it's like this, yeah. this seat is waiting, and it's, it's, it's yeah. empty. So let me just jump in. But I had to be convinced. Like, mm-hmm. I had to convince myself a full year mm-hmm. doing it. Once I started, I was committed. So what was it that at that moment that you—what was that that snapped that said, okay, yeah, let me let me go ahead and do that? Like you said, if you were reserved for a little bit, what had you jump that— that It's been that a full year, and nobody took that seat. Mm. Let me take that seat. Let me just man up and take that seat. Let me see where this thing takes me. You know what's crazy about— um, like I've been listening to your podcast for a cool minute now, and I just I just told you when we were at dinner that the, one of the funniest moments to me was the recent moment with the old head conversation. Old heads, man. And you you have a real problem with these old heads pressing you about being on the Combat Jack show. It's not <laughs> it's even a, just pressing what? me about the Combat Jack show. It's and just it, you go to the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know. I, I mean. I, you know, listen. Respect <laughs> to everybody from my generation. I'm uh-huh. an old head. You know what I'm saying? Saying 70s babies, 80s babies. But like when you go to these old school events, <laughs> right? And you and you and you run into the people that support you. It feels like like one in, one out of every Five feels like they like you owe them something, something like right, you owe right. twenty dollars. Yeah, like yo, man, like you, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm coming on your show, or hey, man, I don't, I don't like what you said to me about me. No, no, one cat said to me he was mad at me for allowing another man to say something about him on my show. I'm mad you let him say that on your like. He's, he's a grown a, ass. He's a grown ass man. Like my old brother's mad, man. Come on, man. So Come do, on, you, man. do you think? Do you think? What, what do you think that people are? Mad? Okay, here's here's my here. I'm gonna tell you what my the, what my uh, hypothesis is, yes, right? Sir. I think that I, I don't know any super successful old heads that are, that are upset about anything. Nah, they, so they, they tight. It's always the ones, Damn, the tight I'm, ones. I'm going through my head like, the, yeah. Think yeah, about, it, think yeah. about it like this, Chuck. Like all the people. Dr. Dre ain't mad. Exactly. 
You know it's saying? only the ones that ain't really where they want to be. Cube right, ain't mad. Snoop right. ain't mad. Snoop Cube is definitely not mad. <laughs> Puff ain't mad. I'm telling you, you know y'all, Puff is definitely not. You know Puff is having parties every other he have, weekend. He's throwing parties right now yeah. while we're doing this. But we know a lot of people that are mad. They, they are upset. Very, very hey, upset. Hey, listen, man, life is short, man. Why y'all got to be mad about the past, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. keep it moving, enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what advice would you give them, though? Like, what, what are they supposed to do? Say I'm an old say I'm a old rapper, right? Yeah. I'm an old head. I used to be hot in the early 90s. Right. And now I'm not, and I'm tight about it. And I don't necessarily have the financial accolades to go along with my, my quote-unquote fame at the time. Right. What would you suggest that I do for income? I would. I mean, you know, listen. Give, if, no, if, give me a job. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a job. Be if stop hating on these on these. On no, this, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, go ahead. Stop hating on this new generation coming up mm -hmm. and mentor them. Mm. I'm saying mentor them about the business, mentor them about the music game. And I'm saying mentor them. That's consulting. Know, or, or, yeah, consulting. Yeah, yeah, right. Mentor there. That's them like 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 share these gems that we right. that we learned back in the eighties and the nineties. Right. I'm saying in the, the early two thousands. Don't be mad like I don't listen to so and so because that ain't rhyming. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't right. But you he know what? No that, MC that ain't not real. spitting no bars. Real hip hop. No, yeah, man, no lyrical, fearical miracle. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, it's a different time. Right. It's a different time. No shots to any MC that continues to push the craft forward. But listen, I mean, I love I love these cats that can't rhyme. I love these cats that's pushing the vibe better than anybody can do it right now. Mm. It's a different time. It's a different vibration. Stop hating. Right. Have you ever had to tell somebody straight up to their face that they shit was whack? Yes, I did. Who 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 is it? I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say oh, okay, it. Okay, okay. okay now who who was it? But um what was the circumstance? Like did you tell did you did you brace him for the impact you of know what? They, you listen to the early days this, of this, PNC, is, this, is, this is when I worked in the music industry and I was working with this one artist who was uh, you know, he was a legendary artist. And he was trying to put his people on, he had his click, and one cat just kept he was trying hard too. And this is why I he was trying hard. He was writing them rhymes, he was in the studio first, leaving last, you know what I'm mm. saying? Just writing crazy rhymes but it wasn't to me it wasn't clicking so one day he came to my office he was like yo man can you listen to this and I was listening to it I was like listen man you work really hard work, <laughs> you preempted damn. it with you work really your, hard your work ethic is crazy I got I got nothing but love for you but them bars is, 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 I don't you know how, how much harder you can do right right how much harder you can work to improve these bars so you know what that was what Look, man, you work really. Love, man. No, you know what that was. You know what you work really hard. That's. I'm sorry. The captain has said we're experiencing turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I respect what you do. We're gonna ask you to put your oxygen mask on. <laughs> oh man! Hold on, hold on, hold on, mask on. hold on. But the butt is to put your head between your legs. <laughs> it's over. It's a wrap. Man, you hold the knees together, right? I mean, you know what, man? I mean, listen, man. It's like I, I don't want to break his dreams, right? But mm -hmm. at, at the same time, if you're gonna ask me how this sounds, give you an honest opinion. At a certain point, you, I mean, y'all have been in the same situation. At a oh, certain I'm, point, yeah. you hate lying to people. You can't. Like, why lie to somebody? You know what I'm saying? Why? And and I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm one of about your dreams, right. like live them dreams. You know what I'm saying? But if you ask me for critique, you're gonna tell. Them. It's gonna hurt your dreams. And I always tell people you gotta have thick skin too. In yeah. this business, at some point, you're gonna have to just get over the fact that somebody's not gonna. Even if you're the best at whatever, the best are even hated at some point, or have, people have critiques uh, about them. But yeah. Chuck, you talking about the wrong industry because everybody in this game is is, is too sensitive. That's man. very true. Like, like the old, I, I'll tell you this: right. who's more sensitive than a rapper? Mm. An old rapper. Yeah. <laughs> And who's more sensitive than an old rapper? I don't know. A new rapper. 
Ooh. Okay, bars. This is rap inception right Ooh. now. But but you're absolutely right. Like when we're on Instagram live or like when we're talking to people, when I see them out in the streets, they're always asking like the newer, the newer crop of artists or just people that are trying to get into the game. They yes. just want to know. Yes. They just want to know some information, you know, some kind of information. So you're right. Like if somebody of that caliber can just reach out, mentor, consulting. I mean, there's a there's a big lane for that, because who else would would be better to tell somebody how to get through something then somebody that's a veteran somebody that's gone through it. it exactly and you know what i appreciate man a lot of a lot of people from my generation hate on the millennials they hate yeah, on this yeah, generation do, and i'm like yo i'd rather be around millennials because mm-hmm. they approach me with mad respect very true you know i'm saying they got i'm not saying they're innocent but they got this innocence about them mm-hmm. like they want to learn yeah. from people that have already Been walked it. yeah right. so it's like they really embrace me and I'm, i embrace them i, I can't I, I don't you know i'm fortunate i have kids right because i could have been one of those Mad rappers too, because they have kids, and I see how much they enjoy <laughs> the music that's made for them. Right, it you see that same passion that you have. Yeah, growing man. Up. yeah. Do you, do you think that, like, okay, so you say like you bringing up your kids, right? Do you think that kids in turn make you better at? Whatever you like, whatever your craft, like what matter make you better, especially being in, in in the entertainment business or in hip hop in general. Kids are very vital to the longevity of of one's career, regardless of what you do, whether it's publicity, your photographer, whatever, because that's the next wave, right? Mm-hmm. So you embracing that is big, first of all. Second of all, do you think that do you think that people not necessarily should do what the kids say? But like how you say, you you have kids, so in a way they do they guide you or like how does that work? I'll tell you, man. The worst thing about the worst thing about success, right, is being great. Because if you've been being great for a long time, then you you have a certain pattern. You know mm-hmm. I'm saying you have a certain method, but those methods might not always be effective as time changes. You know what I'm saying? The next generation comes in, they not they might not have the expertise or the experience, but they have a different perspective. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you're yeah. already like, nah, this is how we do, and they're like, yo, but this, this is, is how it's really going down yeah, right now. Right, and if right. you don't look at how it's really going down right now, you're going down. Bars. Down. Bars. Now, now, somebody being passionate about the culture, man. Yes. Like you said, it's easy, like, uh, you, you mentioned your kids kind of helping helping guide you and not really go down broadening that path, my perspective broaden the perspective um what what else could you associate with that because somebody that's passionate about the culture you said you're really embracing this for um you embrace the new you know the the, the next uh, you know but how did you just not like really like shut off that other side because I'm, I'm bringing this point up because I've, I've obviously listened to the podcast many a times thank you and you even admit it and this is one of the reasons why I fuck with you. We all know, being from L.A., you know what I'm saying, the New York perspective, they weren't really too embraced of, of West Coast. You were one of the first people that specifically was like, yo, man, you know, you know, fuck with Pac, but back in the day, I, I, I wasn't fucking with him like that exactly. because X, Y, and Z, his real. attitude and shit like that. That was one of the most realest shit I've ever heard somebody say because before it was like, we knew fucking East Coast didn't fuck with, with right, West, right. generally speaking, but it was something that just wasn't really said. You know what I'm saying? So for you taking that perspective back then and not really messing with West Coast music or I'm sorry, no, no, like no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've always loved West Coast music. I've been, I was knocked out with West Coast music ever since Straight Outta Compton. Mm, okay. Like, ever since that first record dropped, Cats in Brooklyn was like, yo, what is this? What the fuck is like, going on? These Cats and Jerry Curls and, and Gats right, and, and the right. beats is ill, but you couldn't deny how dope it was. You Got know what I'm saying? When Dre dropped The Chronic, 
we all had to bow down. Right. Like right. how how do you, he just changed the game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember when 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 um dog well, uh, dog was doggy style doggy, doggy style, style yeah. drop. Like I remember sitting in a, in, a, in an office with Damon Dash and all me Damon Dash and DJ Clark Kent just sat down and studied the album. Really? You know I'm saying we were paying attention. It's wow. not like I understand. Like yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, See, and that's the thing. You, yes. Listen, I'm Ice Cube. Cube. Jack, I'm telling you, from listen. somebody out here growing up, that wasn't the mentality. We, no. we heard. That's not the perception y'all no, had. That's, that's not, not that's the perception. Not, we never no, got we that. But we, like, there was a lot of cat. There was at the same time. I think those were the outliers. Gotcha. Like we didn't take everything in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We yeah. didn't take everything in. I remember, and and this dude is brilliant. But I remember when Quick dropped. Yeah. Oh my God. Mad cats from New from New York was hating on him. Yeah. Mad yeah. cats. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we were very close-minded to, 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 to different sounds. Got you. But, but the thing about New York is over the years, you know, be it the West Coast, be it down South, be it the Midwest, now, you know, up North in, in, in Toronto, Toronto, it's continuously yeah. humbled us. You right, know what I'm saying? Like, right. yo, y'all don't own this. Gotcha. Y'all, we created it. We're the originators of it. And we have a certain style that's, that's printed in the DNA of this whole thing. But we don't own it. Got you. Got you. Know you. What I mean? Yeah. No. So okay. So that, that's that's what it is. It's it's, it's constantly seeing different eras and different different right. areas right. come on and do their thing. Because as you're saying, like you're right. You guys were in the room studying that shit, but at the same time, wasn't anybody publicly going out from? Again, I'm a little bit younger, and this is back in the day type shit. But all we had was radio, TV, and publications. Yes. We're, we're going off of our OGs saying, yo, man, East Coast don't fuck with us and right, shit like right. that. So there was really nobody really out there, to my knowledge, championing championing uh, West Coast musical artists I mean, oh, at that but, point. But don't get, don't get me wrong. New York was assholes yeah. to a lot of people, yeah. even its own. You know what I'm saying? Like, New York was assholes. Like, you hear stories about, you know, outcasts doing their yeah. first... Outcasts, one of the greatest groups of all yeah, time right, in hip-hop, right. going to their first show in New York and getting booed. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody like, got booed damn near I mean, during the first... That was, that, was, that was the Source Awards or before that? I think he, I think this, it was the Source Awards, but I think even before... No, Big Boy was telling me recently about a show, one of the first shows they did, gotcha. and they got... Got booed, and I think it was somebody like a like a LL. Somebody's like, "Don't pay, don't pay him no mind." Wow. Like, like, like you, no, Biggie. Biggie's like, "Don't pay him no mind. You got this. You got this." Dope. You know what I mean? Dope, man. Damn. Now, what yeah. I want? to Oh, go ahead. No, I said you're right because I was on an episode when you guys did that, the one in Atlanta, right? Yes. Got you. Got you. Now, what I want to know about because uh, I, I t- we touched you touched on the Organized kids. Noise. Thing. Sorry, just kind of had it blank. You touched on the kids thing. Now, I ain't I'll, touching no kids things. No, no, no. I'm not touching no kids things. No Pill Cosby over here. No, look, I was talking to uh oh Khaled. I was yes. just talking to Khaled like two days ago about this, and I get I wished him a happy Father's Day. It's his first Father's Day, right? And he was like, Man, head, like you don't understand, like, like being a father is I love that more than every anything I ever loved in my life, right? And I had to tell him the truth. I said, Look, Cal. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. I'm fucking terrified of having a kid. Mm. Like it literally gives me anxiety. I'm right. scared shitless okay. to have a kid. Right. And it's not the kid. It's the woman. It's the woman, yeah. So I mean, coming from somebody, you have multi, you have multi, more than one kid. Yes, sir. Like how do you get over that? Did you have that or I mean, nah, you don't you don't get over it. You just you, you know, babies don't come with no manual. Mm. 
They don't come with no booklet. No, no, no handbook. You know what I'm saying? Once, once that baby is born and healthy, they <laughs> right. kick you out into the real world. It's like, what the fuck? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and then you try to figure, figure that out. shit out. And you you do a lot of things right and you do a lot of things wrong. And if the kid ain't dead, you you, you know what I'm saying? And they the love you. Right? If the kid ain't dead, it's still moving, it's good. If the kid, kid grow breathing? up, got all cool. limbs, you know what I'm saying? Both eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they healthy yeah. and, and they have a, 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 just even if it's just slightly mm-hmm. a better life than you did. Then you did your job. Yeah, man. But I think, like, for me, like, you guys, you see, it's a little, t- it's a little tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right I mean, now? hey, the, be- believe me, I know about the tough part. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, I'm saying, like, the pool, the pool that we have to uh, fish in yeah. right now, mm-hmm. you know, is. Um, I'm so glad I'm not playing that game it, no it's more. It's a man. lot of tilapia. <laughs> And, uh, a lot of, you know what? In this world, no, no, in with Instagram, there's a lot of catfish. Bruh. Yeah, it's catfish. There's a lot of tilapia, but not not the ones, the tilapia that be at, at you know, like Denny's. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Or, and it'd be like a lot of, sometimes. Yeah, and, 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 you're and, turning and, me off and, a fish right, right now, bro. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, see your face? That's uh, what I'm that's saying. Exactly, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? How they look or how they. Or how they Everything. He said all of it. All look, of it, bro. Smell, taste. Damn, uh, man, uh, it's a scary world out here. Listen, bro, it's a new so, world yeah. out here, man. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to tell you what I'm trying to get out of you yeah. is I need like you said, kids don't come with no handbook. Yeah. Give me a handbook as far as how to how to like put my pole in the right pond. Hey man, you listen, hear what I'm man, saying? Listen, hey, you hear what I'm saying? Man, I don't. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a wrong yeah. one to be talking. I'm a wrong one to be talking to right now, brother. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, not Do you me. hear what I'm saying? Nah. Chuck Dizzle got all the answers. spent time as an entertainment lawyer. Yes, sir. All right, from back in the day. Now, was that something that you were interested in off top? Because, I mean, when you think about it, earlier on, like, I remember one of the first things that was planted in my mind was like, you want you got to be a doctor or a lawyer. Yes. Was that the same thing for you growing up, or was that something that you were really interested in in terms of doing? Man, I was, I was really interested in painting, man. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I realized that you know, the school I went to had a had a horrible fine arts program, and then I came home one, one time for break, and I saw my cousin's paycheck. My cousin was a lawyer. I was like, "That's what I want to do." What, what was it? What was it? I mean, we talked about how much was it? Yeah, yeah. in your pockets. T- yeah, I mean, it no, was, no, no, your cousin's paycheck. How much was it? This is back in the day. It don't matter this now. This is this is like eighty nine, mm-hmm. 
and the check was like two thousand dollars for what? For, for for like I guess that pay period. Are you serious? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna be a lawyer. I want that. <laughs> that I need, that. I need I'm in on that too. I'm gonna be a lawyer. Wow. Are you kidding me? Damn. And then I hated the whole process. So <laughs> you, were, you, you were you were motivated by the money at that. Point. I was motivated by the money, and then when I realized that I didn't like the craft, mm-hmm. but I still had a law degree from Georgetown, I was like, what am I gonna do with this? And I was fortunate that the music industry started buzzing wow. in New York. So at the time, I, would, I mean, you know, when I was at Georgetown, I would read these stories about Russell Simmons mm-hmm. and this Def Jam em- empire that he was creating with, with, with his partner, Rick Rubin. Right, yeah. And then, you know, Public Enemy, LL Cool J, Slick Rick, all yeah. the best music that was coming out at the time. And I lucked up, because after I graduated, I got an internship at Def Jam. Wow. And that was, that was, the, that was the beginning. Mm. Of a, you know what I'm saying so you so you you got an internship while you was getting a law degree right after right right after, right after. you got an internship after you got a law degree after the law degree like you know what that's, the okay, fuck let me tell you something man and, and this is facts you know that story the breaks on VH1 yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the chick the chick from Harvard right, right, that right. goes to kind of like this Def Jam type of yeah, the, and right. she gives up everything yeah. that's my story really that's my story if you look at the very Why first don't you sue their ass no, but that's my dude Dan Charnis and if you look at right if you look at the credits of the first episode <laughs> my name is credited on it and I didn't really? have anything to do with that that's my story B. wow that's my story I gave it up for hip hop Get and here we are today but see, on 90, that, 92.3. Hey, I'm saying like that. that, that Homegrown goes, radio. That yeah. goes to show, man, when you when you really do. Dream your dreams. Dream your dreams, man. You do right by this culture, man. When you really have a passion about doing this shit, that the universe works in your favor. God, yes, sir. God puts those things in, in, in your way and makes sure that you're, you're doing this shit the way you're supposed to. Now, I do credit you like, you know, you were doing the, the, the PNC situation. Well, fast forward, you were doing you, you were doing the whole the entertainment lawyer situation, right? Um, and fast forward, we're doing the podcast fast, thing. Fast forward, doing the podcast thing. But it was at a time where, um, you know, you're kind of really ahead of the game. It wasn't really anybody was really doing it like that. People were kind of jumping on it, but you guys really took that really thing that th- that 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 mold and really did something different with it to the point where it was super interesting and, and taking it to the next level and really getting people's stories down. Um, at that point, what was the vision? Like, was it? Hey, I'm doing this. This is still a passion, or was it like, okay, look, this is what we're gonna set up. We're gonna get this podcast network, or was it just just kind of fueled by the show and letting it take you where you're going at that point? It was it was a combination of those three, man. It was the, the show took a life of its own. Mm-hmm. The minute I started the, the mm. first episode, I didn't know where it was going, mm-hmm. but I knew it was it was transformative. Um, secondly, man, like you know, I, this was the first time in my life. Once I started podcasting, it was the first time in my life that I took something so serious because I was so passionate about mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 we did the Combat Jack show, and I hadn't received a dime in four years. Wow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But wow. because it was just like, it was like, it was therapy, it was cathartic. I yeah. met amazing people. Where else, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is an OG like me going to be able to sit down with cats that he admired from back in the day, like MOP and wow. EPMD? And, yeah. and, you know, and getting a call, getting a call. From LL Cool J. I'm not on the radio. I'm not on a box. Yeah. I got this, like, you know, some people say you on on play radio. Yeah. I was yeah. on play radio, yeah. and LL yeah. Cool J is calling me, talking about I want to be on your show. Wow. That's humbling. That is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, and, 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 and then, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, fast forward a, a year or two later, like, getting a call at 2 in the morning from J. Cole saying, I want to come on your show. I'm only doing two, three interviews. 
and yours is one of the three interviews. I'm not Get doing the a, fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah, no, that, if you look at the track record, like he doesn't yes. do interviews, bro. No, yes. I know he don't. That's what I'm saying. I, yes, and, and and I was just like, yeah, and, and that just opened up. My, you know, what I'm saying like my audience with regard to this generation, because because yeah. J Cole is definitely one of the best Absolutely. representatives of this For generation. Sure. So not just being humbled and honored that I'm representing my generation and mine by the the gods and the legends. I just had a conversation. I'm not popping my collar, but I just had a conversation with Big Daddy Kane today. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like Big Daddy yeah, Kane is my yeah. top five. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Top to be five. Able and to then, have having, and yeah. then, but at the same time, cast like Cole, like Crit. You know what I'm saying? Like just opening up the door for me for this new generation. Man, this is the best job so, I ever had, man. Let me ask you this then, because yeah. I have me. What up, King? Actually, what's up, King? What up, King? You good? <laughs> so me and Chuck, well, more so me, because yes, I'm sir. kind of an asshole. But a little bit, but it's good. Yeah, it's cool. Gotta add that. Um, Say hello I wanna, to the assholes. I, I don't necessarily want to meet any more of my heroes or my really? legends because uh, it's always disappointing for me. Is now, it always? For you, it's a great experience. Why is it for you always? Or what is it? What, 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 what am I doing wrong? Or what are you doing right? Um... I think what it is is for the most part right. is I have like these people are like 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 I look at them not necessarily it's gonna sound fucked up and I don't mean it in this I don't know how to, another way to articulate it verbally but like parents I look yes. at them like superheroes yes. almost where they can they don't die they can't do any wrong right. they just they're they're amazing people mm-hmm. so the they're people superhuman that, they're superhumans right so with meta with fucking right mm-hmm. so my thing is meta like meta powers. When I'm looking at them, like, okay, you're amazing, and I idolize whatever it is it is about you. So, so back in the day, Mace was one of my favorite rappers, right? I don't I know, but it was. That's what it was. No, Mace. Um, you look back right now, Mace is in a lot, is a lot of this generation's top five. Right, so he was one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. Okay, as, as he should be. And and then um, fast forward, I think uh, I was real. I was a huge Fab Fab fan, like huge Fab fan. And when I started to meet people, as I as I progressed through the industry, it was more less. It was less fanfare, more like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, you one of them, you one of them people, or oh shit, you got an ego problem, or, right, right, oh, right, right, shit, right, right, you, right, you fucking dick, or oh shit, like you know what I mean? So it, it was kind of, it was like let down, and right. then it was like hopes up, let down, right, hopes right, up, right, 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 down. right, 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 right. So every time that happened, I just congruent, like concurrently, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I don't. I'd rather be a fan from afar. Right. Same thing but, with. But let me ask you something. Do you think it's the nature of radio, as opposed to the nature of podcast? Because it's a different beast. This beast right here. This beast is the machine. Yeah. You know saying this no, is no the, I'm not talking about in this in this environment. Are you talking about in general? I'm talking general. about just at a yeah. concert, right? Or oh. just out and about, right. or just seeing you. It has nothing to do with it. It have nothing to do with radio. Right. 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 I'm right. just talking about not, not when they come in here. I don't even talk about this shit. Right. I'm talking about when they when I see I I ran I saw I went to. Get an, auto, an autograph from Fabulous. Mm-hmm. It was at some concert in Arizona at an arena or whatever, and I was I'm like at this now you can t- Fabulous was one of my top five rappers at that time, right? So you couldn't tell me shit. Punchline God, God like f- what I knew all his shit word for word. So I'm like, damn, Fab is here. So my I'm with Akon. We got the big dressing room. Yes, because <laughs> he's this is Akon 2000 yeah. whatever. He's on top of the world. A Black Diamond, number King. one pop star in the yes. world. So I'm coming out of his shit. And I'm finna go to the fabulous shit. Like, yo, hey man, I'm I'm big fan. Hey, close the door. And they just shut the door in my face. And I was like, oh my nigga. Like But you know what though, man? So what I did, I'm gonna tell you what yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. What I did was I took it personal and I shouldn't have. Yes. I, that's when that's when I started to learn. This is ten years ago. So right. this, I had to learn don't take anything personal right. in the business. So 
when after that happened, I didn't play none of Fabulous shit Ooh, as a damn. DJ until <laughs> until Throw It in the Bag came right, out, right, right. and I had to play that. Of That's, course, of course. Throw It in the Bag was a huge fucking yeah. record. You but, know what but, but you gotta understand too, man. It's like. These artists are doing this every day, and I'm not making an excuse right. for the assholes or the jerk faces, but a lot of these cats, a lot of the same cats that you mentioned, they they, they do, like, every second of the day, they're being assaulted. Yes, exactly. And at a certain point, it's like, and I'm not saying you assaulted them, but constantly somebody trying to get your attention. I agree. At a certain point, that shit breaks you down. It does. You know what I'm saying? And at, at a certain point, you got to be like, yo, close the fucking door. Right. And I'm not saying he did that. But you know, I mean, well, now I mean, I'm, that was I was young, yeah, I was yeah. dumb, I didn't know any better, I didn't know how this shit was, right. and and that's a, that's my point. Like a lot of times, like you don't necessarily know what anybody is going through, right. and like the homie always say, you can't tell people how to react to things that you do or say. Right. So the 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 prop that the thing is for me is I'd rather not put myself in that situation in general. Wow. Okay. So I like people that I look at as heroes, like people like. That I like Eminem is one of those yes. people. Eminem was one of my top five, and in high school, it's all I listened to was right. Eminem, Dr. Dre, and like you know that Chronic two thousand and one era, huh? Exactly. Woo! Don't so, meet Eminem. That's it. Just don't it, meet Eminem. You good? Exactly. So <laughs> if I it, I try like I I would love to meet him, but I'm not tripping it's if I don't. Right. That type of thing. I mean, but I think for you be, it's a little different. I think you'd be surprised, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like for, for the same times that you meet cats that disappoint you. How great are the times when you meet some of your heroes and, and they and they make you just feel so great? You're right. You know what I mean? Like, how many times do stories. you meet somebody and they just encourage you? And like, damn, I can't even... I used to listen to you. I used to play you all throughout high school. You saved my life. And you just happen yeah. to be a great person, too? You know what? I take that back. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, Julio G, he's a radio legend yeah. out here in the West Coast. And then Big Boy is one of them. Like, that's, that, those are two people that I, I feel like I grew up to. And, and they extended that arm, back. and they did extend that that arm. Like, okay, okay, young nigga, you you yeah. are, here, you go, boom. But yeah, at the same a, time, do you think that that's because you're kind of already running around doing something that they see that you could possibly do? That's that's kind of different than running in some, somebody off the street. Well, or I'm like, just saying that you show and prove yeah. in general. Like when Julio G came to came to your apartment oh, when yeah, we yeah. were doing this show out of his apartment building. Julio G came to his. Julio G's like oh, a radio yeah. legend yeah. out here. Yeah, that, that so he, he right came there. and he said, "I like what y'all are doing. Right. This." Reminds me of when I when we first Doesn't started. Doesn't that feel amazing? That was, that Wasn't right that, that was like one let of, me ask you something. Was that not a turning point? Yes. in your was, career. Yeah, this is is that not a point where that you said, "Oh, we will really do this right now." Yeah. not that y'all weren't going to do it, but right. this was like we got validation. Yeah, yeah. from somebody yeah, absolutely that's paved the way from us. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that can stop nothing us right now. Nothing. I see pride. I see power. What was the difference between the passion that you had for blogging versus the passion when you initially started doing the podcast? Well, you know, it's like when you get out of a relationship, which was, a you know, when you get out of a relationship and, and, and you, you, you first start dating somebody, it's like, oh, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? But then as you, as you, as you, you know, you, 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 you see other people and you're like, okay, this is, you know, I did this because it was new energy. Yeah. Right? When I was blogging, it was new energy. It was a way for me to just, it was the, it was like the, 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 the jet rockets gotcha. to get me into the other atmosphere further away from the music industry because yeah. I really got burnt out in the music mm -hmm. industry. And it also, like, the, the, the blogging thing got me really connected in the internet in a mm -hmm. way that I had never been before, particularly for somebody my age. Mm -hmm. I'm saying somebody from a different generation. Most cats... Did might... you learn, like, coding and all that shit? No, hell no. I don't oh, know. No. I, what, what is that? Yeah. Coding what? <laughs> no, I'm saying, you know, like... I just learned <laughs> blogging. <laughs> just I learned shit. blogging. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and then after I, got, after I got all that energy out... I was like, I don't want to write anymore. Mm. 
I don't want to write anymore. And then doing the online radio thing was a lot easier. And yeah. then that turned into podcasting. And I was like, I love this thing. I, I, where else can I sit down and talk with my boys, talk shit right. about music and, and hip hop and who's the best MC, Jay-Z, Biggie or not? Yeah, like, you know yeah, yeah. That's like, an ongoing conversation. Yeah, but, right, I mean, right. but oh, that and then turning it, turning it into where it's like, oh, shit, I might interview Jay-Z or Nas. When did you realize that you can make a living? Doing what you're doing. I'm still trying to realize that. <laughs> Figuring it out. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I think that, honestly, what 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 I take from you to that that's the amazing part about it. Just to be able to watch your journey, kind of like while we're doing this Thank as you, well. Man. That shit is it's the dopest part about it because what it does show, at least myself, is that yo, you can figure out different paths. There's no one way you can do shit. I mean, the universe is abundant. Absolutely. Like at the end of the day, the universe is abundant. Just because every just because everybody on the planet mm-hmm. is doing one thing. It doesn't mean there's a million other things you can do. Mm-hmm. It's just as fly or flyer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to understand also, when I left the music industry in 2004, the, the podcast didn't exist to me. Nah, hell no. Nah. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's one of those things, man, where you, when you got that dream, you, it's going to take you where you, where, you, where you belong. Right. As long as you believe it's faith. You know what I'm saying? It's belief in yourself. It's, it's, it's having the courage also to, to challenge the unknown. Yes. A lot of us... Uh, and I'm not saying I'm 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 kind of I, I was gonna say the wrong word I'm kind of like you know what I'm saying mentally challenged and that sometimes mm-hmm. I don't make the best decisions uh-huh. mm-hmm. even though I know what the best decisions are so walking away from something with no net you know yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. not the wisest thing to do absolutely because we've seen a lot of people fail yeah. but I, I knew at a certain point there was no fail for me mm-hmm. no matter how far I know no matter how far I gotta go. I'm that's good a, at that's a different. That's a different. Uh, you in the uh, wilderness, B. And, and, and with, with kids, too. Yeah. That's, that's a because di- I quit my job a year ago, right? Yes. I've been working at the same job for 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Doing what? Uh, I've worked for the city of Carson, so okay. we were doing like sales. I was I was uh, main, doing maintenance at one point. Did you point, like that? Did you love it? Did you have a passion I, for it? I liked it. The, the, the reason stability. why I liked it, it was stability for yeah. one, and for two, I, I worked at a community center, so that was my way of kind of talking to people. Yes. I utilized my skill in terms of one to talk to people, doing this whole radio thing. My degree was psychology just to just have conversations with random people, just getting the, the mindset of what's going on with different people. So I love that part of it, meeting new people every single day. But the, the day-to-day, going in at 9 o'clock, leaving at 6, in the middle of me doing work, I'm literally fucking with homegrown shit, talking right. to them, okay, we're going to do this interview, we're going to do that. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I knew it wasn't a passion, but it was just something that kind of sustained my, my living. But you knew that homegrown thing was a passion, because oh, that's that, what yeah. you was doing. Oh, absolutely. Sun up, sun down, 9 to 5, absolutely. 9 to 10, 9 to 12. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like when... when that kept you alive. That kept me alive, and and, the, the, the and look pursuit. at you now. Hey, man, trying to make it work. Trying to make it. And, trying and the, to make it. You are the, making it work. It, but the thing is, somebody would say the same thing about you, but you just, ex, you just express you're still trying to figure it out. Dude, because, I mean, like, dude, I, I had the uh, opportunity to sit down with the great Norman, Norman Lear. And if y'all oh, don't man, know who Norman Lear is, Norman Lear, people call him the father of sitcom television. Like, mm-hmm. he created the Jeffersons. He created uh, All in the Family. He wow. created, like, Good Times. He wow. created all the classic shows from which today's sitcoms are based on. Mm-hmm. He was 93 years old when I interviewed him. This was a, a two years ago. So he's 95 and he's still alive. As I'm interviewing him, he's still on Twitter. You know what? what I'm saying? He's still on Twitter and he's like, and I'm talking to him, I'm like, yo, what have you learned? He's like, yo, the best moments in my life is right now. He's wow. always looking forward. And he was like, 93, talking about, I just did a deal with, with Netflix. <laughs> wow. and, but he had the eyes of a kid. Yeah. 
Because it, you know what I'm saying? It, like at 93, you mastered television, mm. but you got this innocence. Like I still got so much more to more learn. To do. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's the same thing. It's like I'm having fun right now. I've continuous, continuously raised the bar. Let me put it out there. I have a new podcast out there called Mogul. That's the life amazing. And death. The, the Mogul, the life and death of Chris Lighty, which amazing. I think, thank you. It takes podcasting to the next level. I was about to ask you about I'm still, that. I'm still kind of, you know, delirious because that was a, a, a tough endeavor. Yeah. So I don't even know what that means yet. I don't even know what the ripples and the effects are going to be on. I just, I just created a masterpiece. It's out there. I don't even know how that's 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 changed my life yet. Wow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's still, it's you know, what I'm saying it's it's still it's, new, it's still fresh. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still new. But do you think? Because I know. Um, I forgot. I think it's called Serial. Serial, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do, are, do you listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts. Serial was one of the best that season one. I've never, one. I've never listened. You oh, heard I, it? It's I, amazing. Uh, that was one with our, season our kind of one of Serial changed the game. Was, if you talk about a podcast that came out of nowhere and went, you know, record wise, platinum, double platinum. That was that it. Was bananas. That was it. Yeah. Because this girl told me about Serial, and yeah. I don't trust her judgment and content. I mean. Nah. So, she, she was right up on this one. Is That's crazy. And, and so people are comparing. And this is, I'm not saying it is because we didn't set out to do this, but people are comparing Mogul. Yeah. They're saying Mogul is the hip-hop urban version of Serial. That's what I want to ask In you. a good way. Absolutely. And I'll take that. No, absolutely. I'll take that because Serial is one of the shows that inspired me. Yeah, And, and the thing is, because I was listening to it, I, I actually subscribed to, to Spotify to Thank check you. it out. So it was like you know it's on all platforms week. right now. now. Yeah, exactly, which is dope. But iTunes, absolutely. SoundCloud, Go on and let them know. Let them know, You're man. Just, it's all over the place. And, and I definitely want to talk about that deal, too, because that, that kind of leads into my next question, and you kind of pretty much just answered it. But... You, you talked about you know being an entertainment lawyer, getting getting burnt out with that, getting burnt out with the, the music industry, getting burnt out doing the blogging, and now here we are with podcasting. And it seems like you figured, you found like you found a cheat code of finding different ways to still make this flourish. You know what I'm saying with the whole network, sp- striking deals with the podcast, doing uh, not necessarily the whole thing, but narrating. So it's like different ways that you can still. Be yourself, live your truth, and still maximize your potential. I'm immature, man. Love it. I'm immature. Like, at the end of the day, I'm immature. I don't mm. know everything. I, I, I got to learn the next thing. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if I got to risk it all to take it to the next level, mm. life is short, man. Yeah. When when did you, I mean, okay, so you said that gave you an idea or inspired you to do mogul right so when you Seriously. like how long does some shit like that take like because i know a serial oh my god yeah i said from day one yeah. to, to <laughs> like, the ending oh it sounds like, like what the people have heard like from, from what i know day of it, one. it sounds like it, it sounds like oh, it this takes, is, no this shit is intricate bro like it's, it's like we had to do we've like it's funny me and my producer matt nelson from gimlet media who partnered up with loudspeakers we sat down the other day and we were like, "How many interviews we did? Did we do? I think it was like anywhere between seventy-five and one hundred and fifty oh interviews." Oh, now I don't want to talk to that man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and but just, you're not, are you talking to seventy-five different people, or do you do you split it up between? No, nah, I'm talking. We all we're traveling across wow. the country, we, and you know what I'm saying, or going back to the same yeah. people and like Chris Lighty's mom and and shout out to Chris Lighty's family, man, yeah. for giving us the green light to do this story. But you know, even as you're doing the interviews, you don't know what the the story is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you're fishing in the dark trying to figure out. You got blindfold on and you're trying to figure out if it's a donkey, if it's an elephant, yeah. if it's a giraffe. You know, and it took us a full year and a half of just relentless, 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 just 
just producing and interviewing and digging and you know it left me exhausted you know what i'm saying yeah. but at the same time proud it's like it's like we i just did a marathon mm. and i you know what i'm saying that right, i came right. in, i came in you know what i'm saying top five and it's like when you gonna run the next marathon yeah. b let me let me take care of these blisters. Let me, let me take care of these blisters on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me watch the replay on TV. Yeah, let me see what man. people think of my performance. Do yeah. you do you think that do you think that that's a, that's the next wave in podcasting as far as like series based? I mean, the series have been going on for a while right now because series. I'm talking about that, popular. I think it's. I think what we did is a. I think what we did is a first. And that ours is the first serialized, quote unquote, episodic, episodic pod- yeah. podcast dedicated solely to hip hop about one par- particular person in hip hop, yeah. which is the late great Chris Lighty. Lighty man, that's what's up. And this is somebody that you you, you knew Chris Lighty, right? I knew Chris Lighty. I had done a couple of deals with Chris Lighty. I didn't know him like that. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't in his inner circle. But because I was in the same room where we breathe the same air, and it yeah. was the generation that that bred Puffy. Yeah. The center, just same generation. I'm talking more East Coast. Yeah. The generation that that bred Damon Dash and Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? That generation, Chris Lighty was cut from that cloth. You know what I'm saying? Chris Lighty even managed Puff at the time. You know what I'm saying? Chris Lighty managed like everybody from Nick Cannon to Mariah Carey to L.O. Cool J to 50 Cent. Mm. And and this is the crazy thing about Chris Lighty. Chris Lighty was from the South Bronx. He wasn't no punk. He was one of those dudes where if, 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 if shit popped off, most of us are running the other direction. He's running in that one, direction. Yeah. Yeah. So when 50 is the most dangerous man in the music industry where if you had to walk with 50 to go across the street to yeah, sign a contract, you had to wear a bulletproof vest. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Like, who wants to, like, ain't, the music industry ain't worth that, that much, much to no, us, right? right? Nah, not at all. Chris Lighty went and rocked with that man the whole, all the beefs 50 went through. And through those years, crafted one of the biggest albums yeah. of all time. You know what I'm saying? I'm Get Richard Die Trying. Mm-hmm. Movie deals the whole night. And then did the vitamin water deal. Yeah. Which netted 50 reportedly uh, $100 million. I mean, uh, $100 million, right, B. Right, right, Like, how do you take 50... From nine bullet holes to hundred million dollars, who does that? That's special man, special people, special. Yeah, and I, I, I particularly liked, and of course, I mean, because we out here, but maybe that could happen. I, I like the, the the Warren G piece, oh. man. That was that was phenomenal. Warren G, Warren G. You know, for, for those that haven't heard this sort of story, and once again, I got to tell y'all, Please. this is not me selling something to y'all that I want to sell. Yeah, I want to sell it, but it's a game changer. We changed the game yeah. with, with podcasting and, and black narratives and stories about us. Mm-hmm. For us, by us, of us, and you know, you know, Chris Lighty worked at Def Jam. Def Jam is the Harvard of hip hop, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, Def Jam was about to fold. Def Jam was about yeah. to fold because people didn't because realize the West Coast was popping. Absolutely, the West Coast ah, took to over. Up. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? G, the advent of G Funk yeah. was like we we don't do that. We don't even know how to do that. And Chris right. Lighty was like, you know what? Let me see what's going. On. Oh y'all, oh y'all, y'all signing Snoop? Yeah. You see Dre? Everybody's getting. Oh y'all sign y'all sign Warren G? Right. Got him. I didn't realize how close Chris and Warren were. Yes. Yeah, I didn't and know that either. So, yeah, you, I, I definitely don't want to give everything away. Please go ahead and subscribe and check Thank it out you, on man. iTunes. Check, check it out on Spotify. Anywhere that you can pretty much. Is, is it on Title as well? or is it? I, I'm not on sure there? it's on Title, but okay. it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Nice. I believe it's on um, Google Play, but okay. it's, it's on all platforms. It's on, it's on most yeah, yeah. Uh, p- platforms that provide podcasts, man. That's amazing. So, uh, at this point, man, what's, what's next for, for combat? 
Bad Jack for Reggie Yosei for the Loudspeakers Network. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on with the Loudspeakers Network. We're in oh, pos- yes, definitely. We're, a lot in, of a, we're in a position How right now. How many shows are on the Loudspeakers 13. Network? 13. 13. Right now, I think we, we, we just picked up uh, No Jumper. Really? We just picked up No Jumper. Yeah. L.A., what up? Really? Really? Yes. So... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm listening. Go that, that's, but, that's you know, it's, I mean, the thing is, once again, this thing is a beast that's taking us where we, we don't know where it's taking us. You know what I mean? So we're riding this thing. We don't want to cash out too early. People are like, y'all ready to cash? No, nah, I don't want to cash out yet because the money's not, it's not, it's not, it's not worth giving up our dreams up to where we've created it right now. Right. So just riding this and really just being committed to it and just dedicated <laughs> to continuing to produce amazing content. 13 shows on the network. Yes, sir. All right. Now, for, for people that are out there that are interested, um, I'm sorry about that. For people that are actually interested you know, that do podcast. Is, is it a thing where the Loudspeakers Network is constantly looking for people? Do you guys seek out other people, or is there something where people can reach out to you to possibly get you, on, or, or the uh, powers that be it's both. It goes both ways, but I think right now we're so inundated. Like, every week we get hit up. It's like a record label cat sending us demos after demos after demos. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's basically we still run a mom and pop, so yeah. it's kind of hard to manage all the demos that come through. Yeah. So just hit you direct at 917. No, no, but but at the same time, what we're, look, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. And because we're at this point right now where we can afford to, you know what I'm saying, acquire some shows and with some upfront yeah, advances in the whole nine, if we see some talent out there there, that's doing that's already paved the way and we feel that their voice goes with our voice like like no jumper right you know what i'm saying then 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 of course we're gonna try to i wish like i wish we, we've been chasing joe button down for three years because i think we'd be a great home for joe button but yeah. at the same time i'm not mad at what joe button is right, doing right. you know what i mean like Jesus and merrill like yeah be, you know what i'm saying we went to them f- f- first before wow. they had the podcast because i've you been know. watching merrill for a long time like yeah. when i worked at the source in 2010 I discovered his blog. Wow. And I was like, that kid is a star. And I did the first platform I put him on was on the Source magazine. So, you know, I, you know, seeing him doing a podcast and now having the night sh- nightly show. Yeah, man, on it's Vice. Like, yeah, so, yeah, I amazing. mean, you know, but it's always looking for, like, we, we were hard to get uh, DeRay McKesson really? before he did his podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shows out there that we want. There's a lot of shows that we chase. We get some of them. We, get, we don't get all of them. Wow, man. That's what's up, bro. I think... Yeah, go ahead. Season nah. two is coming up too. We, I mean, we haven't locked down of of mogul. Really? I mean, we've been talking about season two. I mean, we're still in the middle of we're still early on in the second run uh-huh. of mogul season one, but it's doing so well that we can't not do a season two. No, nah, you got to keep that. I think I think it's necessary to uh, keep the conversation going. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the stories. For us, of us, by us is very, very important. I mean, you got to have that voice to, to keep that shit going. You got to control the narrative of the, co- the conversation. Exactly. Um, I want to say, I feel like I want to say what's next, but I mean, I know there's so many things that you got going on. There's so many things, man. Like, I'm still, like I said, I'm still exhausted. Is there anybody that you that you would want to get on the show at this point? Who 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 to interview? Yeah, to to reach out to. Who oh, story I mean, are you, you know, I, I still I still can't believe because I've had such tremendous history with him. I still can't believe I haven't had a chance to sit down with Puff. Mm. Like mm. me and Puff, we're, we're, we're killing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like 
Barack Obama. Oh, you know I'm man. saying I would love to sit down with President Barack Obama. He got time now. Like like post White off like yeah. post White House. That'd be amazing. Barack could talk that shit. That'd be yeah. amazing. You talk yeah. about how the people drove tried to drive yeah. him crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now they got your president up in All the office. All the white girls you know that they sit in there. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Hey. Yo. <laughs> hey. But you know, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I want to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, Don Cheeto. You know what I mean? Like oh, Don God. Cheeto. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, even before. You know, Kung Fu Kenny and mm -hmm. DNA. Like, you know, Don Cheeto, Kendrick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many people I want to talk to, man. Dude, man, I, I just appreciate your voice in this culture. And Thank we, you. We we look, and I look from afar, and now I'm glad we've been, been able to build this relationship and really chop it up and really get to know, you know, the the, the Reggio say that we here. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? And really talk to you, man. Anything that you need from us here at Homegrown is always A love. job? She don't need <laughs> a job at all. I'm trying to move out to L.A., man. That what you're trying to do? Uh, yeah, I want to move out to L.A. Really, are you trying to come out here? He is. He's he dead serious. I'm trying to move out to LA. He's dead man. serious because yeah. he he didn't hit me a couple times. Like, yo, I'm ready to I'm move ready. tomorrow. What are we doing? Where's it at? Huh? You really you really trying to trying to make no, us he's leave. serious? Yeah, you know. Listen, wow. listen. I love New York. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I spent my entire life in New York. You burnt out. It's, it's not even that I burnt. I'm burnt out, man. It's like I gave all my love to New York, yeah. and I know New York made me the person that I am. Mm -hmm. But sometimes with the with the change, like New York, like every place is changing fast. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But this is home, and sometimes as much as I love New York, I gotta question how much does New York love me right now? Mm -hmm. Not in terms of the people, but yeah. just in terms of how the city yeah. is is transforming into a city that I no longer recognize. Hey, there's some gentrification going hey. on. Yeah, it's in not LA just too. a gentrification, but it's also New York is different, man. Like I'm jealous mm. when I come to L.A. And I just take a deep breath, and I smell weed everywhere. <laughs> New York is that like, you can't do that in New York. Oh, like why? It's so it's a police okay. state. It's so gotcha. harsh. And I'm not saying the cops here are cupcakes. No, no, I got you. But New York, the New York is a whole different beast. It's yeah. like the apartheid game in New York is ridiculous. <laughs> man, you know what I mean? Well, let's speak into the existence, man. Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's and then, an apartheid and then, game. You know, I think I mean once again, I'm not being naive, but in New York, you got to be rich mm. to be yeah, poor. You got to have some bread to be poor. I know, you gotta you got, be rich to be poor. You gotta have some bread to, to be broken you know in New York. Saying? Any other spot is is more expensive than L. A. And it's, it's got to be New York. New York, yeah, New York for no reason. You this know what I'm You know what's funny? Real quick before we wrap up, the homie told me this is how vain New Yorkers are, or not New Yorkers, but the, the state, yeah. the state of New York. They make you pay to get in the city. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> like yeah, I ain't yeah. did shit yet. I ain't parked a car, ate a slice of pizza, of went to a game, nothing. You making me pay just to visit, man? But but, <laughs> the, th but the thing is also. I I get it. There's so many people in such a small place. Mm -hmm. New York is so small compared to Cal California. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. The infrastructure just it deteriorates real quick. You got to you got to pay for those repairs, mm -hmm. and it's, it's just crazy, man. I, I, I need I need I need this air. Oh, I need this this weather. You're trying you know to smoke all of our weeds. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I just Not a little bit. All, all, all our weeds. Just a pinch, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just want to sit down in my backyard. And mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know what I mean? It's crazy in New York right now. Now, yeah. we, we asked this every, to, to everybody while we close out. You, yeah. you pretty much just said it. But what's one thing that Combat Jack has to do before the year ends? <sighs> year can't end without you doing this. It I want to go to the motherland. I want to mm. touch. I want to go to the motherland. I want to go to South Africa or... or, or um, or, or, or Ghana, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to touch the motherland. Like, I had an interview last year with the mayor of uh, Cape Town. Oh, man. Um, at A3C. Bar. And so we created this bond, and it's like, it just opened up the reality. Like, yo, I could go to it. South Africa. Yeah, yeah. You know, how, am I, how, how have I not touched the continent? How have, how have all of us 
not touch not, the motherland. Yeah, we so we so that. tied up in, and, and don't don't get me started, <laughs> don't get me started. But we so tied up into the this is the greatest country. That ever, how, how do we know if we don't touch the Very motherland? True. Very true. We don't even haven't even you know, seen see, everything it. was stolen from them. Everything. Resources. Well, look, when you when you booked a flight, you my, my name is Aaron Drake. Okay. My birthday yes, is January twelfth. Okay. Oh, you put okay. you, you okay. putting your bid in Y'all like that? This was the socials. <laughs> no, <Nah, Right>. I <laughs> ain't doing <laughs> that. Gonna do all of that. <laughs> Quick shout out to uh, the homegirl Sade. Sade. Sade for the you know for the plug and all of that. Sade is a sweet. She's, she's really is, she really is. A Just plug. don't cross her. She I mean, is listen, amazing. Hey. Listen, anybody on my team, I tell them don't cross her. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been amazing to watch her grow. Um, from because when we used to do this in the, the apartment, it was truly homegrown. Like literally, one the three bedroom apartment in Inglewood. Everybody know off of Lamoli. She would come straight from school. You know what I'm saying? Before wow. she graduated. So just see wow. her do her thing now. Just uh, like bossed up, bossed yeah, up. So shouts out to Sharday. Sharday Jenkins. Like an attitude, like oh, man, a boss too. She's like, on it. Like don't even play me. You don't 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 fuck with Sharday. Exactly, for sure. man. Combat. Yes, sir. Reggie, appreciate you coming on through. I man. Appreciate this, man. You know, you know, I can't ever. Come to L.A. without seeing you. Please, man. You know I want you to do this. I yeah. want you to, you got to end it how you enjoy oh, shit. Oh, man, that would be amazing. All right. It? Well, you know, this is what I say on the you Combat know. Jack Show, and I really mean this. And, 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 and let me tell you the history of this. The history Please. of this is like, you know, paying homage to like Mr. Magic mm-hmm. and Frankie Crocker and, and the, you know, the, 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 the radio uh, disc jockeys that back in the 70s and the 80s like always wanted to end with a message. And, and being in this new generation, I wanted to pay homage to them but also inspire anybody that would take their time, waste their time, you know what I'm saying, invest their time and listen to my show. And I close my show with, with this. Damn, I'm tired, so I hope I don't fuck it up. You're going to fuck it up for sure. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll help you out. Dream those dreams and then man up woman up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround wow, sound. Wow. Internet. Internet. Luminati. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> if Bliss was here, we'd say, how <laughs> Yo, hey, thank y'all so much, man. I, I really, you, man. I really fucks with y'all, man. I got, I got a lot of love for y'all, man. And, 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 and I'm just, like I said, humbled and honored that, that y'all, you know, give us so much love and, and support, man. And thank it's gonna, you. It's going to keep going, man. Yes, sir. Anytime you're in L.A., you know you got a, a home at home grown. Yes, sir. All right, it's home I'm grown trying to ready. make this a home at home. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>